If you want to have long-lasting legacy and income, create information products. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional, and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor, and multi-award winning international speaker, Jesson James, as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income, and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. We're going to create what's called intellectual property. Um, and information products become your intellectual property. What I mean by that is they'll never, ever expire. You want your legacy to live on? Create something that other people can consume when you're not here. I'm very blessed that this school even, my digital products, everything that I've created is based on my intellectual property, which means it will continue long after I leave this place. Yeah? So I want you to understand that if you want to have long-lasting legacy and income, create information products, because they'll become your intellectual property that will pay you for life. It'll pay you for life. It becomes an asset, okay? I get, look, ever heard of make money while you sleep? Raise your hand if you heard about that. Make money while you sleep. Well, you've got to do something whilst you're awake first, okay? That's very important. That's the bit people leave out, okay? I'm very blessed that I have built enough assets, not just physical assets, but digital assets, so that I literally make money while I'm sleeping. While I'm asleep, people buy stuff from me. It's a very beautiful feeling to get paid to sleep. Okay? Now, I'm not, I'm not being cocky here. I'm just telling you that, that go and create something of value. You could literally wake up with money in your bank every morning. Literally. Okay? That's how powerful digital assets are. Okay? So I want you to understand this. How do you create intellectual property? We're not going to do it now. We are going to do it later on today. It's very simple. Okay? You list the three to seven big problems that your clients face, which we'll do later on. Don't worry about it now. You create content to solve these problems, and then you sell on multiple platforms. Okay? When I say create content, audio books, digital downloads, physical books, yeah? and then you sell them on multiple platforms. Social media, you know, you know, on websites, wherever it might be. Okay? Other people's websites, which we'll talk about in a moment. Affiliate websites, which we'll talk about in a moment. Um, and that's it. That's how you do it. Now, we're going we're gonna to build this later on, by the way. So, just, just, I just want to throw this out there. For those of you sitting there right now going, but I don't know anything, change your fucking language. Okay? Go back to your filters. Go back to your model of the world. Okay? You do know stuff. Trust me. I can take information out of any of your heads right now and create a product from it. I'm very good at doing that. I could take what's in your head and monetize it right now. Right? So please get excited later on when I teach you this stuff. Because if you take it seriously, look, even if this brought you an extra 500 pounds a month, all right, that's not a lot of money, but that's a car payment. Depending on what car you got. Right? But what I mean is, is tr trust me, one of, the, one of the things that made me understand, especially as a, as a teacher, as a trainer, is that I can still get paid for my knowledge when I'm not around. That's by like building a sales funnel, building a page, taking the knowledge out of my head, recording it, selling it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah? It starts with creating digital assets. Very, very important. 
Okay? So, what else can you sell? What else can you sell? Well, you can sell somebody else's product or service. It's what we call affiliate marketing. Raise your hand if you heard that before, affiliate marketing. Yeah? Selling other people's products or services. Now, what that means is, earlier on, for example, I said to you, if you're a health coach and you don't, you're not good at mindset, you're not good at the psychology stuff, you can go on to websites like ClickBank. You, ClickBank, by the way, is an affiliate uh, marketing marketplace. Right? You, uh, you, can, you can get other people's products from there and sell it. Yeah? Physical products or digital products. But you could go on to ClickBank, find the course that's the highest rated, and sell that to somebody else. Say, so here, buy this course, and you take... A lot of these can pay you up to 70% commission. So if someone's got a digital program for £100, and you sell it, how much of that do you make? If it's 70% commission? 70 quid for just passing that someone else's product onto somebody else. Yeah? It's not difficult, my friends, once you know what your client's problems are. Some of you have just been focusing on one or two of your customers' problems. You're not looking at the bigger picture here. They have other issues. Your clients are pretty fucked up. I'm kidding. What I mean by that is they've got other things going on that you're not, you're not even thinking about. Okay? Now, you can go to someone at clickbank.com. Um, you can, even physical products. If you want to sell your clients, I don't know, protein shakes. I don't know. You can find stuff on here. Okay? But the good thing about ClickBank is it's actually, it, it gives you reviews from people who have bought it to sell to other people. So you've got real-life reviews. Uh, is it good or not? For full disclosure, there is some real crap on there too. Okay? Be aware. Because when you're doing affiliate marketing, your brand can become affected. All right? Please remember that. If, you, if, you're, if you've got a good brand and you offer someone else's product and it's not good, you're going to have a problem. Okay? Physical products. Okay? So for those of you who like to sell physical items, yeah, there's places called alibaba.com where you can buy physical products. Yeah? So you could buy them in... Traditionally, when you buy stuff from China, for example, you used to have to have an agent in China who will go and source products for you, and then they will send them over to you. This is how my first business went bust when I was 24 years old. I thought I'd made it. I bought a load of stock. I bought bathrooms and tiles, all these luxury bathrooms and you know, these nice showers with freaking radios in them and all that kind of shit, steam rooms, blah, blah. Nice porcelain styles, bought, bought all this, had an agent in China. What they forgot to tell me was, is that there are A, B, and C grade products. These fuckers charged me A grade and sent me C grade, right? And, <laughs> and it came over, literally like 50 grand worth of stock. Came over, and I couldn't do anything with it. Literally most of it was crap. Broken, not, not, not made correctly, all that kind of stuff. The game's changed now. Places like Alibaba.com, they've vetted all of the manufacturers for you. They know which ones are good. So you can buy stock in bulk from them and sell it to them. Okay? So think about it. Physical products. Okay? The other thing is seasonal products. Now, you're probably wondering, Jess, what the hell is that? Well, it's a lightsaber umbrella. Who might be interested in a lightsaber umbrella? Vish at the back of the room. Some of you, a few of you. Yeah? 
Good, I brought some with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, like, what type of person would be interested in that? Well, Star Wars fan, yeah? Right? Now, but think about it like this. A Star Wars fan isn't going to be looking for one of those every single day. When would they more than likely be looking for something like that? When a new movie comes out. Yeah? This is why it's called seasonal products. So here's what I want you to have in your business. I want you to have a seasonal marketing calendar in your businesses. Any excuse to make an offer or create a product around that, have one. When I had my salon business, we had, you know, you know outside the salons, they've got the, the A boards with the adverts on the, you put them on the, on the pavement, with, you know, outside. We had a different insert for every single, everything that was going on, everything. Everything, yeah? Every holiday in the diary, every season, you know, Valentine's Day, Father's Day, this day, blah, 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 bar mitzvahs, I don't give a shit, whatever it is. Right? Literally everything, okay? We had a reason to stay in contact with people and do a promotion. When you are ahead of the game and you understand what's happening, seasonal trends, you can, you can start to make... Everyone loves a deal, right? Everyone, everyone loves a deal. So create deals. Create things like that, okay? Uh, human hair extensions. <laughs> like, yes, you can buy those if you're in that industry. People do buy it, okay? Now, why, why is that up there? I just want to show you. People do buy this stuff and sell it to other people, right? But here's the thing. Um, when I had my salon, we did hair extensions, but we weren't the cheapest. You can buy, there's different prices you can get for this, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing, though. Did you know that probably about 80% of the hair that's on the market is unethically sourced? Do you want to know how they get this hair? They literally drag women on the street to the floor, cut their hair off and take it off them. In places like India and stuff and things like that. That's what they do. Yeah? Um, now, question for you. Would you like to put that on your head? Me neither. <laughs> but what I mean is, when we had our salon business, people used to say to us, how much? Well, I appreciate the other person down the road is doing 50 quid or whatever it might be. That's fine. But let me explain to you where their hairs come from. And when I tell them that, they're like, I was like, by all means, go there. And they're like, oh, no, no, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. It's unethically sourced. Okay? So you've got to think about this. What can you say about your product or service that will help people have a moral obligation to work with you and not somebody else? For example, do, do, do proceedings, a small proceedings from, or, or profits or whatever go to charity, go to a children's disc, go to... Like, what moral obligation can you bring in? Because we're human at the end of the day. Yeah? What can you do? What can you do? Yeah, it's up to you. Have a think about that. Clothing. Clothing. This is why I say I refuse to believe in this day and age it's possible to be broke. I refuse it. In fact, when I was filming Rich House, Poor House, I said a lot of stuff on that show that they didn't put in. <laughs> but um, I did. I actually said I refuse to believe in this day and age that it's possible to be broke. We live in an abundant world. There's opportunity around us everywhere. And if you know how to take it, you will get it. Now, I want to prove it to you by showing you a very simple exercise. 
Ladies, how much would you pay for this dress? 10? 25? 25. Be, be honest, if you walked into a boutique store on the, on the high street, how much would you pay for this dress? Yep, okay, look. Look at this. It's five star, 55 votes, 115 people have bought it. It's five stars all the way, okay? So let's assume it's great quality. Forget the name, by the way. Brand, it's irrelevant. How much would you pay? Got 25, 30, 35? Anyone else? Anyone? Your sister will pay 80. Your sister will pay 80? Anyone want to spend more than Carrie's sister? No? Sold to your sister. Let me get the dress. <laughs> you send it a bill, okay? But look, it's perception at the end of the day, okay? Here's where it gets interesting. Here's how much you can buy this dress on, this is a website called aliexpress.com. It's not Alibaba, it's aliexpress.com. Yeah, so you don't need to buy loads in bulk, okay? Alibaba, you have to buy big loads of stock. Aliexpress, you can buy smaller numbers, okay? Um, and look at this one. As, uh, where has it gone? Um, da -da 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 -da. Uh, you can buy just one, yeah? So there's no minimum order here apart from one, okay? Now, look at the price. Ready? Ready for it? $4.49. 55 votes say it's five star. These are people who've bought it to sell to other people. They've already done the work for you, okay? There's, there's no minimum order, right? I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, okay? If you tell me that you can't place an order for 10 of those dresses, yeah? Let's say you get three small, three medium, and four large. I don't know, whatever, however you do it, right? You buy 10 of those dresses for $4.49 each, okay? Obviously, there's a little bit of shipping involved. Let's say for argument's sake, it costs you $50. 40 pounds, whatever it is, okay? Even if you sold them for 10 pounds each, out of your car boot, or to your best friend over a barbecue, I don't care how you do it, how can you possibly tell me you can't make money in this world? It is very simple. You find some, buy low, sell high. That's it. That's the equation, okay? When it comes to selling other things, right? This is why I say, I'm not telling you all to go and buy dresses. You can if you want to. But what I mean is, is that even if you were hustling, like literally, even if all you did all day was once a month you placed one of those orders and you just sold it to your friends. You just sold, you got, you got your girlfriends around the house every, every, every Saturday you know, evening or whatever it might be, get, get the drink out, whatever, it, blah, 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 and just show them what you got. I actually had a similar situation just a couple of days ago. Yep. I was looking for some new smartphones, you know, for nails. Yep. And uh, the only place that I could buy it in the UK was, was like between 20 and 15 pounds per pack. Yep. Two or three days delivery plus shipping. Yep. <laughs> there you go. You see? I think, was it, was it Jill, Nicholas, that bought something in... Uh, she bought yeah, something... six human body bones. Yeah, for her podiatry clinic. She bought these... Yeah, so she, she, bought, she bought these and sold them to other podiatrists. So that, look, there's, there's, look, this is what I'm saying. Some of you, there's money to be made. You're just not looking for the opportunity. You've got to look for the opportunity. Yeah? So what else, what else can you sell? Well... You can sell a service. Look, if, 
here's, here's the quickest way to make money. Sell a service. It's not the best way to make money because it involves your time. It involves your, you, you trading time for money, okay? It's, it, it's a great place to start, but it's not a good place to carry on because otherwise if you're not there, you can't, you know, your business doesn't earn. Like, we set up your cleaning business. I don't want you doing all the cleaning. Otherwise what? You can't go on bloody holiday. You can't go away. It doesn't make sense, yeah? But it's a good place to start, okay? So accountant, lawyer, consultancy, personal trainer, coaching service, digital marketer, anything where you are passing on advice, these are good places to start, yeah? So have a think about it right now. Some of you are already in a service industry, which is fine. By the end of these three days, you're going to learn how to emulate that service without you having to be there all the time. I don't want you working hard, okay? I'm, I'm, look, I've been there and I burnt out, literally. I, I, it wasn't good, okay? Which is why I'm so, so passionate about helping other business owners break away from having to trade time for money all the time. Please understand this, working hard is an old school mentality that's been installed by who? Who, ta who taught us this? Work hard. Yes. Teachers, parents, schools, yeah? Factory owners. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an old school mentality, okay? Work smart, yeah? You don't need to work hard to live a good life. I don't want you to work hard. I, look, be lazy. Be lazy. Get other people to do shit if it makes you... I don't care. It, I, honestly, like, don't get me wrong. Work hard now, so you don't have to work hard forever. There is some work. You're going to have to put some work in, okay? Um, but you've got to work smart. And obviously on day three, I'll teach you about working smarter. But I don't want any of you working hard. Why? I don't want you doing that. I want you to live your bloody life, yeah? Why work every single day, but then at the end of the day, you can't enjoy it? What's the point, okay? So service-based businesses are good. If you want to get into any of those, they're very, very good as well, okay? Now... Here are some questions that might help you figure out what you want to do with your life, <laughs> business-wise, if you haven't decided yet. Okay? You're not going to do these questions now, but I want you to write them down or take a screenshot of these. Yeah? And I'll explain how it works in a moment. So the way it works is, is this. Okay? This exercise is very simple. You do it in your own time. Do it on lunchtime. Do it later on. Whatever. Okay? You list all of the things that you're passionate about. What are you passionate about? Everything, put everything on there. Is it dog walking, whatever, blah, doesn't matter, okay? Then which of those have you experienced pain in? As in, which of those have you experienced a problem in? Okay? What you'll notice is, is that not everything that you're passionate about, you've experienced a problem in. So this will be, this answer question two will be shorter than question, there'll be less things here than up there, okay? Next, which of these do you have experience in helping other people with? Now, not all of the things that you've experienced problems in that you have experience of helping other people. This means, is, has anyone ever asked you advice on this before? This list will be shorter too, okay? Which of these are you willing to master? That's a different question. Out of these things that you've experienced, you've got experience in giving people help in, which of them are you willing to become the best at? Which are you willing to become the best at? Then, this is a good question to ask yourself. That list of things that you're willing to master, 
which of them best matches your personality. For example, if I was a negative, skeptical, miserable git, would I make a good speaker? <laughs> no, I'd be a very shit speaker that demotivated people. Okay? So it, doesn't match, it wouldn't match my personality. Some of us get into businesses that don't match our personality. I want you to embrace who you are. I'm not telling you to change who you are. Embrace who you are. If you're happy being a social recluse, find something that you can hide behind a laptop and make money from. I don't care. But what I'm saying is, don't try and do a business that doesn't match your personality. It's like business owners get this wrong as well, by the way. They have inappropriate skill mapping in their business. They put someone whose personality is shy at front of house. Hello. They give someone the position of sales manager when that person is scared shitless of people. It's, in a, it's a wrong skill mix. Yeah? So I want you to understand if it's something that doesn't match your personality, don't do that business. There's no point. And lastly, which of these have an evergreen demand? What that means is, is out of these things that you want to do, what, what, what ones will never, ever, ever run out of demand for? For example, healthcare. Why is healthcare always going to be in business? People always need to be treated. Yeah? Food industry. Why is that never going to go bust? People always want to eat. Okay? Cleaning. Cleaning's the same. Look, seriously, I know some people during lockdown, they, you know, they, they cut back, they this and that, blah, blah. Like, most people who hire cleaners, didn't really, because uh, honestly, that's the last thing I want to do in my house. I have no interest in doing that whatsoever. Doesn't serve me. Have you seen my kids? They fuck shit up. I just let them, let the cleaners sort it out. <laughs> uh, but what I mean is, what's got an evergreen demand, yeah? Consultancy, mentorship, driving, <laughs> driving instructors. Like, these are all things that will always have an evergreen demand. Beauty industry, all of these things have an evergreen demand. Consultancy business, like all of these things are what people want. Property, all that, that, these are things that people, they're always going to be in business. They're never going to go out of business. Okay? If you're in a business or industry that not everybody wants, then it's not a good business to be in because if the economy changes or whatever it might be, you could go bust. Okay? Now, that's something you can do later on, but I want you to do this, okay? I want you to commit to your current business model or your business idea. I want you to choose something. And for the rest of the training, rest of the training, focus on that. That's it. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.